Welcome, Internet, to some other podcast, episode four. Leah is making an obvious pointing motion at the sign that says, introduce us. So I'm, I'm trying to be helpful. <laughs> I'm Elaine. That is Leah. Hi. There we go. So that we've headed that off at the done pass. Done and I, done. I can't forget that. We have a great big sign now that says, introduce us. It's all in capital letters. It is. It's true. Because I forget every time. It's true. It's that one true. episode that I actually really forgot and never introduced us, I was embarrassed. So... <laughs> So now we have, it's part of the podcast equipment. We set up everything. We get out the little mixing board. We put our mics up and then we pull out the little sign that says introduce us and we prop it up so that it's it's right there. So you'll remember our names. Exactly. And then forget them later. Yeah. It's okay. We're not, we're not hurt. I won't cry. I'm crying right now. <laughs> Leah cries a lot. I do. It's sad. <laughs> oh God. This is off to an awesome start. Crying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Drinking and crying. Drinking and crying. Sounds like a Tuesday. All yep, right. Something like that. So we have lots of games to talk about. We do. And we have some miscellaneous GDC news. Miscellaneous GDC news is always good. And we got a megaton. We have tons of listener mail. Thank you. I love listener mail. Or listener tweets, as it were. Well, listener listener feedback of whatever variety. Yes, I most, like it. Mostly tweets. That's okay. Twitter's awesome. I love Twitter. <laughs> and Facebook, right? I blame you for all of this. I, I've ruined your life. All of this. People can find you on the internet at any time now. I know. It's like I'm never disconnected from, from the world. That's the way I prefer things. Yeah, I suppose. All right, let's talk us about some games. All right, let's do this. So what are you playing now? I'm playing the same thing that I've been playing for the last three weeks. I'm still playing Star Ocean, and I am still playing Puzzle Quest. Um, Star Ocean, I finally made it onto the second disc, which I don't think I had uh, no. last week. Yeah, I'm on the second uh, second disc finally. I'm about 30 hours in. Jesus H. Christ, are yeah, you serious? I, and from the looks of the strategy guide, it looks like I'm about halfway through. Um, That's disgusting. I don't yeah, want to talk I know. About it's 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 terrifying because now i have the cat girl in my party and i have a chick with okay this game does not need boob physics but it has them because of my newest party member who i'm actually using because she's pretty good oh god please tell me i have to know i think everyone wants to know uh well she her name is uh, miria i i think i'm pronouncing that correctly but um yeah she has very gigantic boobs and that is her uh most defining feature and uh the first thing i'd had her in my party for maybe 10 or 15 minutes and um immediately she is cracking jokes about letting two of the male party members double team her i am not kidding that actually happened i don't i almost don't believe you i swear to god i swear it's to god so i wish i could back it up and and like show you that part of the because it was it wasn't a cutscene. it was just a um it was like in-game dialogue basically oh my they, god. they have these things called a uh, private is it private events i think it's oh like, i'm sure that's what they're called <laughs> something <laughs> so like pri- private actions that's what they're called and um essentially they're mostly optional things that you can get into with your other party members and apparently it'll eventually affect what endings you get because it affects how your party members feel about you and about each other so if you choose the wrong dialogue options they don't like you as much so you you get different endings based on what you say so this was during a private action and um yeah Mm -hmm. she she a hoe (laughs) faux show faux show couldn't help that one so yeah she she has very large breasts and uh, that's that's her most defining characteristic um she also has pointy elf ears and pink hair well, I mean, she's hot. Well, right. clearly. I, I mean, mean, God. Yeah. Elf ears, pink hair, and giant boobs? Yeah. How could you go wrong? I don't know. It's exactly I what know. I look for in a yeah. video game character. Yeah, clearly. I, who doesn't? I don't have an answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone does, in fact. So wait, how many endings... You have the strategy guide, so I can ask you, how many endings are there? Honestly, I have not looked yet because I don't want to see what the endings are. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's fair. But apparently there are m- multiple ones. I'm guessing that what happens is um, you probably have 
some kind of either optional ending for each character that you have, or maybe there is an ending for each one, but whether it's good or bad depends on what you say, or I'm not 100% sure, but it looks like there are probably multiple parts to the ending that are determined by what you actually do through the game. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I like that idea. I don't think I've ever heard of another RPG doing that. Like, I understand the multiple endings thing has happened before, but I don't don't remember another game having it where the interaction you have with your party members affects that. Sure, sure. Um, well, I think that's that's a pretty. And again, I haven't played very much Star Ocean because the last time because I tried, previously you hated it. Last time I tried, it turned me off so bad. But I think that's pretty standard for Star Ocean this games. Particular I believe. Series. Hmm. Yes, interesting. I, I will have to uh, let you know when um, when I get done with this. Which God only knows when that's going to be. But I, I am playing. I am playing a lot. It's just there's a lot of it to play. So, so this is one of those situations though where you can't just save at the end. And then choose a different ending. Like, you actually have to replay the entire game a different way to From get a different ending. From what I understand, ending. yeah. That's, that's what the strategy guide seems to be pointing to. That if you don't give the... the which, whichever responses you give throughout the game, you can, um, you can affect what you see at the end. That's a good idea. I kind of like that. I don't like the fact that I would have to play through an 80-hour game like well, eight times. Yes. But, you know, it's okay. It's not you know, there's always me. YouTube for the other endings. I do agree with that statement. Yes. That's a valid point. Mm-hmm. Oh, YouTube. Good old YouTube. I enjoy YouTube. Not only kittens on a treadmill, <laughs> but kittens eating a melon oh might be the new God. cutest thing I've ever kittens seen. Kittens eating a melon. There's a little kitten in Japan that was eating a cantaloupe. Oh, my God. It made my heart <laughs> melt. I wanted the kitten. This is what I do all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm going to get fired from my job. Oh, beautiful. Job in quotation marks. So are you, besides Star Ocean, are you playing oh, Puzzle yeah. Quest? Oh, yeah. Still playing Puzzle Quest. Um, I I don't know how long I've been playing Puzzle Neither Quest do for. I. I haven't talked to you in like oh, three days. It's ridiculous because I, I thought that I was getting towards the end. I really did. Oh, I got that I am from you a couple days yeah, ago. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. I, I think, thought I was I almost, almost done. And uh, no, no, I wasn't because I got through the fight that I thought was going to be one of the last ones and it just opened up a whole bunch of new side missions. So now I'm doing those. (laughs) Oh, God, it never ends. Uh, It never ends. And this is what the other one was like. So um, does it tell you how many hours you played? No, thank you. This is why they don't do that. (laughs) They don't want me to know. And I don't think I want to know because (sighs) it'll just depress me. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I haven't talked to you in good three days, and I figure that the entire time I haven't been talking to you, to you Puzzle Quest. Yeah, I mean, that's that's valid. Yeah, it's a good assumption Yeah, these days. Yeah. Why? Why didn't I take it away from you? <laughs> because I would have I would have gotten violent. <laughs> I'm not really that afraid of you, though. I That's true, but I don't but know. But taking away your quest, Puzzle Quest might escalate I you might, to like, um, level 11. I might 11. get a little crazy there. <laughs> yeah, this could be a problem. This could be scary. Is that it? Is that the only games? Yeah, pretty much. I've purchased a couple more games, and um, I, I, you look guilty, and you should, because I blame you. I, uh, this is not my fault. Okay, it's- well, go back and listen to last week's episode and the glowing praise that you gave Peggle, and then tell me why I went out and purchased Peggle, because I, think, I did. I think the listeners will agree. That I'm right about Peggle. Well, it's I, not I, just me. Everyone loves Peggle. I'm not saying that it's not awesome because I have not played it yet. So, I mean, I can't make a call one way or the other. But I do believe in the awesomeness of Peggle. I just, I can't play any other DS games until I finish Puzzle Quest. I can't. It, yeah, Peggle is a problem for me. Like, yeah, did I tell it's you probably going to be a problem for me too. The worst day was when I was waiting for Best Buy to open because Resident <laughs> Evil 5 was coming out. And I was like, oh, I'll buy it on my way to work. And I'm sitting outside of Best Buy in my car playing Peggle on my DS and I 
miss the moment where Best Buy opened. I'm like, God damn it. What time is it? Noon. That uh, that happens to me with Puzzle Quest. I will sit down and I'll think, oh, I'll just play a match or two and then I'll go to bed or then I will go do something else or whatever. No, you won't. An hour and a half later, I'm still going one more match, one more match, one more match. I just need to unlock this one leap gate. And yeah, it never works out that way. You know what? Do you know what game that happens to me with? It happens to me with Pokemon. Oh, see, that's the other game that I purchased this week. Oh, my because bad. Because of you. You gave up. You swore off Pokemon games I did like swear two months off ago, It hasn't even been that long, I don't think. It's been like, well, maybe it has been. Maybe probably about two months. Yeah, it's been about two months because yeah. you swore off some other games last month. Oh, it was, it was, it was uh, the, uh, strategy uh, RPGs. Yeah, strategy RPGs. And that one, I mean... <laughs> I. Like I said, there are still going to be a few exceptions to that one, but overall, I'm going to try to really, uh, particularly just the generic, hey, this looks good because it has lots of anime people with pink hair and big boobs. Yeah, with pink hair (laughs) and big big boobs and elf ears. Um, But I'm trying to not do that. But um, yeah, Pokemon, I went out and bought Pokemon Platinum. And I also bought the ridiculous strategy guide that goes with it. This thing is. It, it's it's the size of the Bible. I mean, it's it's. Ungodly. <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know, those hardcover Bibles that you get when you're like it's a kid for your like confirmation. That. It's kind of like that. Pretty much. It like also that. looks a lot like the uh, mini phone book I got last. Yes, month. yes, that's that's another good one. Like and, I could um, kill someone with this thing. And no one I haven't know. opened mine yet. It's still in the wrapping, but um, I. I've seen a couple of open copies, and the pages are, like, really, really thin, That's because like, there's... cheap paper, you know, because they wanted to be able to fit all of this crap in it, and it's tiny, mm. tiny print. So, not only is this thing huge, it's also packed. Yeah. And and who have you seen with open copies? Ten-year-olds, right? It's ten-year-olds. Hey, don't you blame this hey, on no, me. Hey, no, no. <laughs> no, look, I love Pokemon. The thing about Pokemon is you, A, cannot play it in public if you're above oh, the age you. of 14. Oh, like, I, I can't... If I play it in public, someone inevitably comes up to me and is like, oh, you're playing Pokemon. That's awesome. And then I look up and it's like a seven-year-old kid and I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, boy, this might not be for me. Maybe I should go sit in my basement yeah. like a creepy kid and play Pokemon. <laughs> my basement of doom. I just, I always think of that Nick Swordson skit where he's talking about how, you know, his nephew loves Pokemon. And he's talking really, really, really fast. And then he talks about how he took him into the bathroom and showed him all the hair products yeah. and various cosmetics yeah. and explained to him what each of them does. Like, you see? You see how that feels? It's not yeah, good. I, I feel like the little kid because, you know, and then I have this one Pokemon and his name is this and he looks like this and he And does he evolves this. into these four things. Exactly. And my cousins actually have to teach me how to play Pokemon <laughs> now. Like, Pokemon's gotten to the point, like, and I buy, Pokemon's my guilty pleasure, like, thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I buy them and i can't stop myself and i'm i'm 26 years old ladies and gentlemen like i am too old for pokemon most people who play pokemon are like a third my age yeah yeah my little cousin comes up to me and he's like elaine elaine let me show you my pokemon my pokemon <laughs> let me show you that <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> And, and, and inevitably, I want to, like, quote the Penny Arcade comic where I'm like, when I throw down this ball, I need a motherfucker to come out. But, but you can't do that around the But he's seven. You have, to be, you have to be careful. I think his mom would be pissed if he kept running around the house with a ball. I'd be like, Mom, when I throw this down, I need a motherfucker to come out. That would be hilarious. That may or may not But, yeah, it would probably get yeah. you in trouble. But he actually, like, I actually ask him questions. I'm like, okay, so now what do I have to do to get this thing to evolve? And he'll, like, he knows. It's crazy. Like, these kids who, you know, have no patience for anything else. They know exactly what they need to do, yes. and they know exactly when it needs to happen, and it's it's insane. And they I don't just, buy a strategy guide. No, they, they just, just know. <laughs> it's like it's like a genetic abnormality that has happened since I was born. I think like, it is. I don't it's have a brain it. mutation. Yeah, it is. It totally is. And they're like, oh my god, hold on. And they put their hands in the temple. <laughs> they put their hands in and like, okay, you need to do these four things, and it'll evolve into this, and then it'll be like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of oh. look at him like, oh, oh, oh motherfucker. Well, huh? I don't really need a motherfucker to come out right now. I can wait a little while for that. 
But yeah, I've been playing Pokemon Platinum, which is essentially the same thing as Pokemon Diamond slash Pearl. Sure, it's just got a, a minimal amount of new content. And right? some snow. And some yeah, snow. There's All some right. snow. Well, fair enough. <laughs> but that's cool. I, I I didn't play that much of Pearl. Right, the I didn't the time that Pearl came out, I was just busy with other stuff. Mm-hmm. But now, oh, now... Now what happens is this. So I'm also playing Henry Hatsworth on the DS. Sure. And Henry Hatsworth gets hard as fucking shit at the end of the third really? world. The platforming made me want to stab a bitch in the face. Ooh. So the problem with that is I get all worked up and uh-huh. I curse. Well, it's yes. this little British guy. I feel bad. I'm <laughs> like, I makes feel, you so angry. I feel improper. I'm like, I need, if I'm going to be cursing, <laughs> I at least need a monocle and a yes. top hat. So I, I stopped playing The special that. edition of the game should have come with a monocle and a top hat. That should have been the pre-order bonus. Yes. Talk to GameStop about that. Yeah, maybe I should. If I don't have a monocle... How am I supposed to look like Mr. Peanut? Bad shit is going to go down. <laughs> this could get ugly. A motherfucker will come out. <laughs> it's true. Throw down my monocle. <laughs> no, so I get, I, I'm in the end of the fourth world now. I'm on, on world four, uh-huh. level five. Yes. It's very standard format there. Sure, sure. You know, and it's hard and I keep getting pissed because I keep dying because of bullshit. So I stop <laughs> playing that and then I put in Pokemon and then I get stuck in Pokemon because I don't know what evolution shit needs to happen. And I don't feel like grinding levels in Pokemon because it makes me feel old. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> so then I get tired of that and I'm like, oh, I'll just play some more platforming levels. And then I curse some more. And this goes on for like six hours. You, you know what we're going to have to do, right? We're, we're going to have to catch them all. I, it's going to have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. My Pokemon. I think, I think we can work together on this. I don't know that that's going to work because I, I think know. what's going to happen is we're, we're going to end up battling, right? Yeah. And then that's you know, going to be a problem. I, we I might think, not be friends anymore oh. if, if you have a form of Pokemon. That okay. I don't have. If we stop being friends because of Pokemon, we really are eight years old. <laughs> it's true. Mom, I don't want to play with her anymore. She doesn't, she won't share her Pokemon with me. Doesn't sound at all creepy. <laughs> it's fine. We're adults, kids. Uh huh. <laughs> I put adults in very loose quotation marks because yes. we're not actually grown up. So yeah, those are my those are my two main games. So I've only been playing DS games. I don't know what happened to me. No console games right not now. Not lately. I haven't hmm. finished Resident Evil Five yet because you know you've been playing Puzzle Quest. I'm sorry. And I'm trying not <laughs> to play it without you. And I, yeah. I am you. I'm like let's shoot zombies. No response. <laughs> can't, can't can't talk. Questing questing pu- puzzles. Stand yes. by. Killing mans with Bejeweled. Yes. Please wait. <laughs> Things explode because of Bejeweled. I love it. I really wish life worked that way. <laughs> if only <laughs> I could battle awesome. people for funding with yes. Bejeweled. Yes. I've also been playing a little bit of Killzone too. Like I play it and then I'm like, you know what I could be doing right now? Catching Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that's I mean, I if do. you want to catch them all, you got to be dedicated. Yeah, it's true. Actually, I got stuck. I, was, I went to DC this past weekend and I got stuck on the quiet car on the Amtrak train. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon. Oh, I'm no. Like, Fucker. And the guy behind me was like, you know, you're on the quiet car. I'm like, oops. I'm going to move to the other car that allows cursing at the Pokemon. Yes. (laughs) So the little kids aren't looking at me. (laughs) I think that's all I'm playing. I'm really not exciting right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been having problems with, uh, with Puzzle Quest. I mean, I don't think they're problems, but everybody else seems to think they are. So it's a problem. It's a sickness that you have. I I love it so much, though. You really get your thirty dollars out of that game. Yeah, yeah, I do. I get my thirty five out of Pokemon. No joke. Well, you know, I it'll it'll happen. But I um I have promised that I'm going to play Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest Five after I finish um, Puzzle Quest. So is that on DS? Yes, okay. it is on DS. I thought you didn't play dragon quest i kind of do and i kind of don't but dragon quest 5 is supposed to be excellent so um i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it that's fair yes when i tear myself away from pokemon i may finish mother 3 which i have yes oh tell them about the awesome thing you got yeah it's true and i will put up a post about this because i think that it's just so damn awesome so fangamer.net who i have much love for um they're they're part of the group that was involved in the fan translation of 
Mother 3. I think some of the people cross over. Regardless, a bunch of these guys got together and said, well, we can't have a fan translation of Mother 3, which is essentially Earthbound 2, for those of you who don't know, um, without a guide. Because the guides were the shit. Mm-hmm. So these guys got together and they created a 200 and something page guide. This thing is for, awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. And they got it bound. And I bought one for like 20 bucks and they sent it to me. And it's like professionally bound. It's like the Mother 3 handbook. It comes with a dust jacket on it. Little, yeah, it looks, it, like I said, it does. It looks really, really nice. Like sexy. clearly this is, you know, this is no joke. They put, you know, as much effort as a professional uh, strategy guide writing team into this thing if not more it yeah. looks just like the earth the earthbound strategy guide so the earthbound strategy guide had a really particular flavor it was much uh-huh. less of a it was a walkthrough but it was it's almost more of a hint guide like it sure. tells you what you need to do but it doesn't tell you directly right right and it's got all these really cool art images mixed in the pages that's you know? cool and it's the same way and it's just it's sexy so if you guys enjoy the mother three or have acquired it somehow and are playing it fangamer.net sells the awesome sexy strategy guide for like 20 bucks nice nice sexy yeah so I'm going to go back to that. Now that I have a, a strategy guide, yeah. I'm like motivated to play it again. Yeah. It's a great game. It's just, I, I'm distracted by catching them all. I, I understand. I'll get right back to it. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. Eventually. Someday. Someday. It's not going to actually happen. <laughs> it's all over. All right. Well, we don't, we don't have that many games to discuss, so why don't we talk about some news? Okay. We, get to some, we have a lot of listener mail this week. We do, and I'm very excited about that. I am, that. too, because some of these questions are awesome. Yes, they are. So I can't wait to get through the news and get to, like, listener mail. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited. So <laughs> GD- yeah, news, man. Eh, news, GDC, blah, blah. GDC was last week. Yes. GDC and started uh, Sunday, was it? The 23rd. No, I'm sorry. That would have been, what, two? It, it's Monday. Monday? Monday, the 23rd, and oh. ran to Friday. Okay. So GDC, games developer, game developer conference thing. Yes. And in the last couple of years, what it's really turned into is just another E3. Mm-hmm. Like, and this year, I think they really put the brakes on that and said, we're going to rein this in. We're going to make sessions for game developers. We're not going to, like, make as many announcements. So a little bit less, like, there's still a lot of news, but it's a little bit less than it was last and year. And I think that's a good thing. I don't, I mean, E3 is E3, and this is something different. And I don't, it, I, I think that it's um, kind of an admirable thing to have something that actually is for your community that you know not necessarily just for the people on the internets to to look around and go ooh, look new ooh, zelda right and there is a new zelda there we're going to talk zelda. about that in a minute but um it's true yes. no i agree i think it's important for them to have a conference to go to that's a conference that's a yeah, professional exactly. development event that didn't like, just turn into some big hype fest where you know everybody's looking for what exactly, exactly is going to be announced next and i mean there there is like you were saying some of that still it's just it's more for them than it was. Right. And it's good. It should be like that. Yeah, like, I agree. It's really Like last year, it was a little ridiculous. This year, they kind of put the brakes on it at least a little bit. Yeah. There's still a lot of announcements, but it's at least a little bit less. Sure. So, I mean, there's, te- there's Tokyo Game Show for that. There's E3 mm. for that. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's plenty of that kind of thing around. So, I think having something a little bit different is, uh, is a good, good thing. It's yes. good. So, yes. what we did get was we got a Nintendo keynote. Yes, we did. Right. And a bunch of stuff that I kind of was expecting came out of the Nintendo keynote, I suppose. They talked about how much money they have. They did. They do that? Yeah, I know, right? You don't say. <laughs> All right, oh. guys, check this shit out. We have some fucking money. We, we could buy and sell your asses. It's true. They could have my kidneys if they really wanted them. Yeah, yeah. They they would just take them right out. <laughs> so what they did announce was they did announce a new Zelda. Yes, excited. But it's for the DS. It I, is for the DS. I was expecting the next one because Phantom Hourglass came out after the Wii version. Yes, considerably Wii. after. Right, so I was expecting a Wii Zelda this time. Yeah, and, and they've said, I don't know if they said it at GDC or not, but they've said that they are working on the next Zelda for Wii, have they not? It was before that, but yes. They okay. have said that. We yeah, I mean, they haven't it. given any details at all. Uh, we actually have a trailer for the new Zelda. It's called The Legend of Zelda Spirit, Spirit Tracks. Tracks, correct? So he's like a train conductor? Yeah, and um, I've, I watched the uh, the trailer, 
and it looks it looks exactly like Phantom Hourglass. The graphics are exactly the same. The animations are exactly the same. And it's if it's not a direct sequel to Phantom Hourglass, then it's close. It has that same cell shaded thing that Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass had, and that's fine by me. I really like that style. I think that in order for a Zelda game to be timeless, mm-hmm. it needs that. Like, yeah. if you look, I think in two years, if you look at like the more realistically built Zelda games, they don't hold up as long. But Wind Waker is going to look great for five more years. Sure, like Wind Waker is fantastic looking, and so is Phantom Hourglass, and mm-hmm. the DS just can't do. Right. You know what the other, you know, it's not a it console. It can't do Twilight Princess, right? Exactly. It's not It's not a console. So I'm kind of glad to see them sticking with this shading because yeah. it looks great on the mm-hmm. DS. Yeah, like, oh, I, I do. I think it looks really good. Um, and the dungeons have a, the similar flavor to it. Although if they do that stupid mechanic where you have to go through the exact same dungeon and all the floors, every time you go to a new area, I am going to stab someone. Yeah, no, it's going to be a problem. Because that was the only thing. Like, I liked Phantom Hourglass when I, I wasn't too, but that part I fucking hated. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Like, that didn't make me angry. Yeah. <laughs> not even a little stab. Stab, 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 no, it made me furious. <laughs> Not angry at all. Furious. Yeah. Stabby. I'm excited about this. It's kind of like Wind Waker, except no boat. Train yeah, instead. there's a train instead. Which is a little odd, I guess. Um, but, I mean... I, I thought the boat was odd. Yeah, So exactly. I guess I'm, I mean, I'm good. I, I, on first impression, I would say a, a train, what the fuck. But, um, you know, I, I'm okay with it when I think about the fact that, you know, the boat thing wasn't all that standard either. And now... We have, you know, boat games are, are pretty accepted. We've got um, Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass. Um, as long as both have that as a great big mechanic right. in it. So. As long as I don't have to sit there while my fucking train traverses the continent. Yeah. Like the mother- the boat thing. Mm-hmm. Like that made me really frustrated. Like I don't, I just want to fast travel. Yeah. And I don't want to have to wait through half the game to unlock that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't, don't I don't that. know that they're going to, well, I mean, you know, we don't, we don't know much about it yet, period. But I, I don't know. How exactly that's going to fly. It's going to be less of a free travel type of thing. So maybe that'll be a good thing. Um, because there there are, you know, set paths because you have to stay on the rails because hey, you're on a train. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I Link wears a little conductor's cap and I don't think that I like that at all. Unacceptable. Yeah. But, you know, if that's if that's the worst thing that happens, then I think I'm okay with it. Yeah. As long as we don't have any retarded dungeon mechanics again, I'm going to be yes, okay. Yes. Like that really pissed me off. For the most part, I really liked Phantom Hourglass. Me too. Just Except for that. That part. That dungeon yep. made me mad. You know what? Timed events in yeah. video games. Agreed. I've discovered, and this is the reason I hated the first Pikmin and loved the second Pikmin. Mm-hmm. I realize you haven't played them, but the first no. one was timed and the second one was not. And I don't like to be Does rushed. it continue to be timed in the uh, Wii version? Do we know? Quote, unquote, I don't know. I haven't picked up the quote, unquote, you know, new and exciting yeah. play control version. <laughs> I, I refuse. I, I was just curious. Stubborn. I mean, because I, I know a lot of people... I mean, if you look at used versions in general of Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2 for the GameCube, Pikmin 2 is invariably like twice as much as the one as the first Pikmin. Right. So, I mean, clearly there's something there that, you know, wasn't quite in the first one. And if they pinned it down to the fact that time limits are a big part of that, then maybe they would have taken them out in the new play controls. But I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know I either. I haven't picked it up. Yeah. Like, I don't I just don't want to support that model of business. Yeah, like, I, I have a problem with it. I don't know. But regardless, like, as long as my game isn't timed, though, I found that I enjoy it a lot more. Yeah, I mean, and in some, well, maybe not. I was I was trying to come up with an example in which that is an acceptable and necessary thing, but I'm having some trouble. <laughs> well, I mean, the, there's a mechanic in Puzzle Quest that's like that, right? I mean, the, the leap gate hacking. Yeah, the leap gate hacking. Um, it's and timed. That, yeah, and I mean, that, it kind of has to be because if you had an unlimited amount of time to do this, then, then you it could definitely hurt it at all. Right. Yeah. And I... I've gotten to, you know, I, I don't 
you didn't get very far in Puzzle Quest, right? No, no. It pissed me off too much. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know, but you've done a couple of the Leap Game yeah, puzzles, Oh, yeah. Right? Lots, right? Did you get beyond any of the ones that said that they were uh, easy difficulty? I did some medium ones. Did some medium ones? Well, I've gotten up to the difficult ones, and some of those are actually really tough. Okay. Uh, and it's mostly because of the, the time. time limits. Yeah. Because I'll get down to, like, the last one or two matches, and then I'll lose, and that's so annoying. Frustrating. Yeah, yeah that pisses me off, because you're like, no, I have to do this whole thing again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do not want... See, in some situations, I don't mind the timing. Like, in that case, right. I understand. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of would have preferred that there was a different play mechanic altogether there, mm-hmm. but for what it is, that's fine. It's like when the timing is unnecessary or irritating, yes. that it's just like... And, and so why? often it is. Yeah. So often. It's a very 8-bit solution to the problem yeah. like we're going to time you agreed because we can't think of a better way to do this shouldn't we be more creative now yeah. one would think one would hope but one would be wrong apparently <laughs> all right so let's go back to nintendo's press event they they talked about a lot of shit that i don't care about so you know what we're just not going to talk about <laughs> it but what i do care about is they're finally giving a somewhat of a storage solution for the wii yes so they're of. they're allowing what what's the size of of, of sd cards that they're now allowing um, do you recall i want to say it was 64 32 gig 32? it's the sdhc so okay. the, the higher okay, density 32. cards yes and so you're now allowed to run games off those cards yes so if you buy virtual console shit you can dump it to the cards and run yes. it off the cards. you don't have to worry about transferring it back onto your console in order to play it and shuffling crap around like you you used to be able to so thank jeebus yeah because uh that's that's kind of a problem they, they allow you to move content back and forth between the hard drive well the internal memory excuse me and the sd card now a little bit easier yeah. they added an, a channel for the cards on mm-hmm. the main menu so you don't have to go through eight levels of menus to find it and what was really nice about the whole Nintendo thing was that they, when they announced this, they dropped it at the same time. Like, they didn't yeah, say, this out- is going to happen maybe sometime this year, you know, it being March. <laughs> yeah. They said, this is happening, and it's live now. Go download Which it. is the Apple model. Which, yeah. I mean, I don't agree with everything that Apple does. Like, I own a Mac, but I don't agree with everything that they do. But mm-hmm. that move is great. Like, if I, if I see it. It's nice, yeah. It's great for impulse buyers, too. Oh, I see it. I want yes, it. Yes, exactly. Let me go get it right now. See, this, this kind of thing works on me very well. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to buy things on impulse. Yes. Totally true. <laughs> this is why I now own Pokemon. My bad, homie. Yeah, well. My bad. So these sorry. things happen. <laughs> um, so that's available in the uh, in the 4. Point whatever update that's out. I think it yes. might be 4.0. So that's good. I'm, I'm pleased with that. I'm pleased that I can launch shit off the SD cards because I yeah, never understood nice. why I couldn't do that. Yeah, it was just kind of silly. It's just dumb. Dumb. Indeed. All right. I mean, there was a bunch of other stuff in Nintendo. New Final Fantasy games for WiiWare slash Virtual Console. Yeah, that's interesting because um, one of them appears to be uh, It's My Life as a Dark Knight. Is that right? Dark Lord. Dark Lord. Dark Lord. That's right. Um, So that appears to be kind of similar to the My Life as a King that they've Mm -hmm. already dropped. Which I think is the goal. But there's also a uh, Final Fantasy for the After Years. And I need to find some more information out about that because that sounds interesting. If they put that out as like an actual rpg standard construction type of thing then i think that that would be a lot more interesting than some kind of sim game and i don't know a whole lot about what i i don't really know anything other than you know just what they announced which was hey look final fantasy and i went Mm -hmm. "Ooh, shiny yeah leah was distracted for like four hours afterwards i just kept looking around the room going final fantasy what i can has now yeah please k thanks yeah Uh, We're we're not talking about things that final fantasy is doing that i want to have no they did do something interesting though square enix did buy an idos they did that's i, I want to know how much they paid for IDOS. yeah i didn't actually check but holy I, crap that's an interesting move yeah because it's kind of unrelated to their business interests yeah you would think this is not relevant to their interests it's true like 
I would think that they would care more about like other RPG companies. Yeah. Buy up the comp. Not that Final Fantasy has really any competition, but well, you know. I mean, but there are other companies that you would think like. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of somebody that would be small enough for Square Enix to assimilate, but large enough that they would want to. Atlas, I'm, maybe? I'm thinking Atlas, but Atlas is pretty big all on their own. Have they gotten? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, true, they're, especially they're in pretty, Japan. But even so, I mean, just just for the sake of argument, let's say Atlas. Um, you know, I that that would make more sense to me. Because, I mean, Eidos is a big company, too. So I guess they just bought, All they way. really bought was Laura Croft here. Yeah, pretty much. So if we get in... They went, uh, hmm, we need boobs. Uh, we need more You boobs. there, yeah. bring us your boobs. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll force a refresh of the Laura Croft uh, series. As an RPG. Yeah, oh. With real-time boob physics. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe a fighting game. <laughs> like that a Final Fantasy. A fighting game? Yes. Dissidia Final Fantasy? Dissidia, Dissidia, yes. Which, uh, uh, no, it's not. I you can't. know I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to laugh at you. I know. And I, I mean, I don't... I don't like fighting games very much. And I love them, but I refuse to purchase a game that's based on Final Fantasy. Well, I just... Really? I just... I have to. I know. I you understand. That's why we just understand that and we move yes, on. Yes, we, we'll talk about this when it comes out. Oh which God! I will mock maybe Leo someday. <laughs> Never along it's with Final Fantasy It's supposed to be 13. September. <laughs> okay. What? Square makes their own rules. I know. Like, you know, we're not talking about Final Fantasy Thirteen. No, all. you've been crying all week. I have been. It's very ever sad. since the videos of the battle system came out. Yeah. Or the pictures. They were pictures. Yes, they were. <sighs> Leah's gonna cry now we'll move right along <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do over well, the break curl up in a corner and cry. cry well relevant to the Square Enix discussion I suppose the PS2 is officially $99 very soon yes is it $99 in your system at GameStop yet um I don't believe so okay. honestly I, I didn't check today but uh, cause I can't tell you the last time I sold the new PS2 but um you're about to sell more yeah yeah and $99 and I mean I imagine that means the used prices are gonna drop as well but um, that's a dirt cheap price. Like it was one thirty, yeah, right? It was, was one twenty nine. Yes, that's amazing. That's a huge price drop. Yeah, yeah. That's that's you know that's not a joke. And I mean, in theory, I can see like cause I know they've been losing market share on the PS two, which is right. kind of not well, I mean, unexpected. It's like the not software expa- or the software um, uh, catalog is slowing down, mm-hmm. which so, is true. It's at know, the end. Of that's its- that's to be expected. It is at the end of its life cycle and. Yeah, but if you're a kid going off to college, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, I want to do something with my free time. Oh, 99 bucks. 99 bucks is almost not even real money. That's cheaper than a DS. Yeah. Oh, that is cheaper than a DS. I hadn't That's even thought about that way. It's considerably ridiculous. cheaper than PSP. Yeah. Just plug it into your TV. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, there's still really good games for the DS. Um, my sister not too long ago purchased a PS2, mostly for Guitar Hero. But, you yeah. know, I mean, there's there's still a really gigantic catalog out there. Because, I mean, even though they're not releasing all of the games that come out for the PS2, they are still releasing a fair amount of them. Yeah, sure. And, I mean, you get all the rhythm games, right? You get some sure. iteration of sure. all the rhythm games, much And you cheaper. get, you know, the <laughs> crazy JRPGs that I like. If I didn't have a, a PS3 that was compatible with PS2 games... I would have a PS2 still right. because I would use it for probably more, well, definitely more than I use my PS3. PS3, I don't think I've played a PS3 game besides Killzone 2 in quite some time. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I of- have played some Ratchet and Clank off and on, but other than that, I hear Valkyria Chronicles is really, really good, but I, of course, haven't tried it yet. No, because, you know, still yeah, in plastic, well, I'm going to guess. Shush. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I think it's a good move. I think the right time might have been before last holiday. Perhaps. Or this holiday. But mm. this is an interesting time right before the summer. Yeah. You know, people are running out of cash. The economy's pretty funky right now. Yeah. So I mean I imagine that they will uh they will see some some benefits from this. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for them. That's mm. a good move. It's being that they can't sell a PS3 to save their life. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's a that's a little bit of an issue. They've they've said no price drop for the PS3. Yeah, yeah, because there there were rumors that it was going to happen, and they just came out and said, nope, don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's a shitty move for them, right? If they drop the price, they lose more money on the console. If they don't drop the price, everybody's pissed off. They yeah, can't win. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of curious about how the the PSP is going to fly because I mean the PSP is still. I, you know, too many consoles, not enough games. They're releasing another one. They're releasing a Hannah Montana bundle. I don't even want to talk about it. Is it purple? It's purple. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want one, don't you? Kind of. <laughs> Just because it's purple? Just because it's purple. I would prefer pink, but purple is uh, an acceptable second. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm nauseated right now. Look, I have my PSP, and I'm not even considering training it in towards another one. So uh, I think we're safe for now. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens when the DSi hits. Yeah. Because it's hitting the PSP's price point. Right? Yeah. So now yeah. we're not, it's not a difference in price anymore. Sure. And I I don't, have they said anything about a price drop on the PSP? No. They, I mean, that would they be had interesting one. They had one once. I find it hard to believe that, and I, I think, did we talk about this last time about um, how the, the PSP isn't really geared toward a young female audience? And I think no. that it's, I, well... I don't think we did. We might have, but we're going to talk about it again. Okay, yeah, now we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Releasing this Hannah Montana bundle seems like a screwy move to me. Because, you know, at the risk of sounding stereotypical, you know, and it's kind of ironic given who this podcast is being presented by, but... You know, the PSP really is not geared toward this young female audience. I think that a Hannah Montana bundle would have made more sense if they put it out with a DSi. If they had released a DSi bundle with, you know, the Hannah Montana and then maybe released one with, like, I don't know, Pokemon or something. I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't do that, given that the Pokemon game and DSi are dropping so close together. That they didn't bundle? How much money could they have made? They're going to make money with the DSi independently. Oh, hand over fist. But I'm just saying that, you know... That would have sold like crazy. It's true. To your, and to they're your... both by Nintendo, right? So I mean, sure, it's right, not even exactly. that they would have that that kind of. They don't have to do anything with that. Exactly. They would just have to slap it in there, charge thirty more bucks for the P- for the DSi, and they've already sold hardware. You know, it's true. To your PSP point, though, I think I think the argument exists. Like maybe they've neglected that audience and have to start somewhere. Yeah, perhaps. Like but... I know that the games don't really exist as a standard for mm-hmm. the PSP right now. I I, and I totally agree with that. Yeah. But I mean, if they're gonna do it. You know? Yeah, I mean, I guess you do have to start somewhere, but I would, I would argue that starting with, starting with more software, I guess, would have been that would have been a smart I move. Just, I just have trouble with that, that whole thing because I mean, I, I keep talking about how much I love my PSP, and I do, but the software is suffering, and it, I don't know, I still have a problem with that. It, it's it's a little bothersome, but I feel like they only need a couple of games. Like they have yeah. they have squares input you know they, yeah, they get true. games from them and those sell i don't know if they sell consoles but with enough of them maybe they will i i would um, say that um advent or not advent children but um crisis core probably sold some systems. and i'm sure that it did and yeah. you know they don't they sell more in japan than they mm-hmm. do here oh, i'm absolutely. sure yeah. and it's the same with the ds you know we're mm-hmm. not a portable gaming as much of a portable gaming society as I think yeah, exactly, is, exactly. Which is interesting. I do agree that it's weird that the Hannah Montana bundle is hitting with the PSP, and I was I was expecting a DS. I was expecting maybe maybe Nintendo passed. They don't need the money. Could be. <laughs> they, they probably sure could have. They could have just said, you know, Hannah Montana, fuck off. Yeah. Like, why don't you go to Sony? And we don't want. And I mean, them. I'm sure that they're releasing the Hannah Montana game on the P- on the DS as well. They're probably yeah. I don't know who everything. owns it, but I'm sure they're releasing it on no everything. Idea. Disney, I think. Oh yeah, so yeah. everything. <laughs> Hello, you know. I don't know. I'm interested to see. I'm kind of interested to see how that shakes out. I'm interested to see if Sony can, like, put their heads around the fact that they need... They need to do something to get the girls, essentially. It's not even just the girls. It's, like, the kids. Yeah. You know, the DS is very, is very like, under 10 friendly. 
And yes, I think exactly. parents really agree with that. You know, I have I have um, two younger cousins mm-hmm. under ten, and they each have a DS because my aunt's like, well, a lot of the games are kid friendly. Like, and not and only the that, system, the system is kid friendly. Exactly. You know, the system itself is a lot more indestructible than you know the PSP with its gigantic, fragile screen. Yeah, you know? I, I feel like I'm going to break it. Exactly. Twice exactly. The age of my I cousins, hate you know? the the idea of you know scratching that screen or God forbid breaking it because you know that kind of thing you can't fix it once it's broken. It's true. So I mean, it's. And it's more expensive, at least until the DSi comes out, and you need memory solutions for it. It doesn't just save to the cartridge. Also the true. games in general are a little bit more expensive. Um, and, you know, that all of those things combined just to, you don't want to buy this for your six-year-old, you know? Which is the market for these things, right? Exactly, like, exactly. When we were kids, the, the sell for a portable was to kids. Mm-hmm, exactly. It was always to kids. Like, this is how I'm going to keep my kids occupied on road trips. If, if an older person um, or, you know, an adult, I guess... <laughs> Debatable, but you know, if an adult decides that they're going to purchase a system, nine times out of ten, I would argue it's probably going to be a 360 or a PS3 or something that they can set up in their home because uh, somebody who considers themselves to be a professional, and again, this is stereotyping a lot, but it's true, you know, stereotypes come from somewhere. They don't want to be bringing a PSP to the office, you know? I, I, I bring my DS with me to work, but I hide to play it. Yeah, I'm and, like, I mean, I'm and, and even adult. so, you know, you're in a university setting, and sure. I'm in, you know, well, I sell video games, one, you're and expected. I'm in a university setting in the other half of my right. time. So, I mean, it's it's a different world than if you were working in, you know, a law office or something. And how many of those guys, you know, they're lucky to get 15 minutes for lunch, a half exactly, hour. I mean, exactly. I have as much time as I want, because that's the way my sure. job is. So. I feel like I feel like Sony's missing the point. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've designed this portable system, and I know that this system's been out for a while, and these conversations have come up. But sure. you know, whatever, they've designed this system that's really a portable console. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a portable game solution. It's like a portable console, right? And that's really evidenced by the fact that you can plug it into the TV and mm-hmm. output to the television now. And it's like it's like this is what I use when I travel. Yeah. And I fly someplace and I want to hook it up to the hotel TV. Right. I, I don't have to bring my PS2. I can just bring my PSP. Exactly. And it takes exactly. up less space. But my DS, mm-hmm. I shove in my bag. I shove in my back pocket. You know, you I don't have to worry somewhere. about it getting shattered, you know, if you don't exactly. protect it correctly. You know, my... my um PSP carrying solution is like this little plastic exoskeleton. It's that, huge. Yeah, in that it's thing. not. It's not portable in quotation marks uh, so much as it is you know just there to protect it so that I keep it in good shape. And I no kid is going to carry that around. No, exactly. The kid's going to grab their DS. They're going to drop it eight times while they're in the mall. They're mm-hmm. going to boot it up and it's still going to work. And it's still going to be fine because and if there's one thing Nintendo is good at, it is making things that are very durable, indestructible. My Wii has fallen while it was running, and the disc Mine didn't too. even skip. Same with me. Yeah. You know, the original Game Boy versus the Game Gear was a really good example. Mm-hmm. Like, the Game yeah. Boys were meant uh-huh. to be freaking destroyed. Oh, yeah. Those ga- things are durable. <laughs> the Game Gear was made of glass, and you had to recharge it every four hours or swap exactly. out six AA batteries. We're in exactly the same situation. Oh, yeah. And the, that's, I, I wasn't even thinking about the battery life, but that's another good example. The DS runs, what, eight to ten hours on Something average? Something like that. Maybe? It might even be more. Now, I might get that out of my PSP, but that's because I bought, you know, I dropped the extra $40 on an extended life battery. Unacceptable. Yeah, right. I know. So you get you get four to five hours out of your PSP with if regular that, use. Yeah. And kids no, lose kids, interest crying. Not good. Exactly, not exactly. good. It's fascinating. I don't know. I almost feel like for kids, the iPhone and iPod Touch might have this market cornered. Like, yeah, yeah, that's I sit in I sit in restaurants and I see parents all the time just giving their iPod Touch to their kids. Huh. And they're like playing games on it or watching cartoons on it. Yeah. It's the only thing you can't do on your DS that you can do on your PSP. But this solution is, you know, easier. Yeah. So, and I, it'll be interesting to see with the DSi when that drops uh, how... Because, you know, you do have the internet access and you are going to have the availability of music and uh, 
things via the uh, the SD slot. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if that contributes more to actually being able to listen to music or watch movies or whatever it is yeah, you want to do. Yeah, I'm curious if people will make use of that function. I don't think kids will, but I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, I people, might. people might watch porn on their uh, on their DSIs. <laughs> you can flip it closed when someone comes around. You can't do that with your PSB. Exactly. Mark throws it over the shoulder. <laughs> no! <laughs> you know. All right, I think on the porn note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the porn card right here and we're going to take a quick break. Sounds good. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about this on live service that was proposed at GDC because you know, know what? I feel about this. I know. I think I would be, we would be remiss in not discussing it. Yeah, like, I we think, would be I missing think it's, uh, And everybody else is talking about it. Something, something that we should talk about. I agree. Because yes. we do that. So we'll be back we with do. that and listener mail very Yay! shortly. Yay! <laughs> Turn. We're back. Back from more talking about the video games. Yes, we do that sometimes. You Occasionally, may have noticed. When we're not talking about boobs. Yeah, I know. We we do talk about boobs a lot. I I've, had I've noticed that. Yeah. We spent the break talking about boobs. Yeah, we kind of did. And <laughs> I don't know whether that's disturbing or what, but... Uh, it's how we it, roll. It happened. It, it's happened. Just, it did happen. Totally happened. <laughs> so we promised some discussion of OnLive. We did. So we let's... OnLive was kind of announced at GDC. Kind And of. it's sort of... Let me let me try to explain what I think that this thing is. It's kind of a platform. Right. It's a platform that you pay what essentially what they're proposing is that you pay monthly for. Okay. And the content does not actually exist on your hard drive. So you want to I want to play a game. Mm-hmm. And I own a really shitty PC or I have an even bigger problem. I own a Mac. That is well, a problem. Now I I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're judging me while wearing a beret. Unacceptable. <laughs> Only a little. Only a little pink beret. <laughs> Raspberry no. <laughs> <laughs> Stop self before quoting Prince. Okay. I think we just found our break music. Oh, score. <laughs> that gives me an excuse to bust out the Prince. Hooray. Go 80s. Um, so you, I want to play Crisis, but my computer can't run Crisis. Mm. So the proposal here is that I will... Can anyone's computer run Crisis? Jesus. I don't think so. God's computer. Yeah, God's computer runs If his crisis. can't, we're all fucked. Yes. Um, so I, I'm going to then... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Leah's cat is making bird He's noises. Chirping. It's freaking me strange. out. So I'm going to then essentially pay monthly for the ability to stream Crisis uh-huh. from a centralized server to me. So kind of like the the Hulu or Netflix streaming model. Okay. I'm paying monthly for for Netflix, right? And I can stream movies to my hard drive and wa- or stream movies and watch them over the internet, or to your 360, or to my 360. But I don't actually physically have the content right or it's, even have it ripped it's ephemeral there's a vocab word for you kids oh, i hate having a lit major for a friend ha i'm gonna have to kill you oh. with complex math oh that would kill me yes <laughs> calculus will kill you so this is an interesting it's an interesting suggestion it's, it's an interesting model because what it means is that everybody can play everything for one mo- low monthly fee and they don't have to worry about system requirements right so i don't have to stress crap. about system requirements i don't need to buy a console ever again right if everything comes out on this online system in theory sure right. in theory that this is true the problem is and this is great this is a great pie in the sky type of solution thing but there's so many issues here that are kind of bothering me like i love this idea i mm-hmm. think this would be amazing if that they could make this work i would be thrilled yeah it's it's interesting the point that i brought up and i i think this is I, I, I don't even know whether this is a problem or whether it's just an observation, but, you know, we already have 
things like um well i mean there there is netflix and there is um gamefly gamefly there are solutions to where i mean there's blockbuster as far as that goes you know you can go and rent games or borrow games without actually having to purchase them but most of the people who use these services they're still going to buy games they still sure. want to have the games so that they can go back and play them or that so they can own them i mean right. i just like having the game yeah and that's you know, so i can pull that out and play it whenever i want whenever you want and that's an issue like my internet connection goes down yeah exactly what the fuck am i gonna do now you are gonna cry well you're gonna play puzzle quest well i will probably yeah cry. i right. mean <laughs> like and so that's 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 issue one issue two is like if i'm microsoft and i'm sony and I'm Nintendo. Yeah, they're they Am are I gonna not gonna subscribe stand for this to this model. Like Mm-mm. this is essentially the quote unquote one console future model, except the console doesn't actually exist. It's really an internet service. Right. But it's it's a you know, sort of a gelled together model of that future. See, I think that this this whole thing would be interesting more as like a supplemental to the consoles and to whatever software they're releasing on the consoles. I, I think that on live would be more useful and would be more of a realistic goal if it were to do that, at least for a while. And I mean, if it works out for them, great. You can aim to, you know, abolish all the consoles and everybody's mm-hmm. going to sit around and sing Kumbaya and hold hands and we'll all be one big happy family where you don't have to worry about any of that crap. What will but the fanboys do? Yeah, they cry themselves to sleep at night, I guess. But, you know, I mean, if it would work, fantastic. But I don't think it's going to work. I think it's... Uh, well, we were talking about this. I think it's too soon. And you think it's too soon, right? I, I think it's too soon because it's it's the argument that every, not everybody in the country has an HDTV. Exactly. Right? And, you know, blah, blah. No one wants to own, you know, a PS3 without an HDTV. It's kind of dumb. People still do it, except, you know, Leah, she's crying. But in yeah. general, it's kind of dumb, right? Exactly. It, I understand your reasons for owning one. but and this <laughs> my, is like, my now irrelevant reasons right. for owning one. Yes. Oh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but this is one of those things where not everybody in this country who plays games has a broadband connection. Exactly. Like, there are a lot of Xbox 360 owners who do not have the internet. Exactly. And to all. be fair, um, I mean, a lot of times I would say that that's probably an alternative to having an internet connection because the internet, you know, great source of entertainment. But if you don't have that access or if you at least don't have the uh, access that will allow you to stream movies or to stream you know, video games in this case, then what's your alternative? You know, is it going to be cheaper to pay X amount of dollars per month for really good internet access? Or is it going to be cheaper for you to have a console and maybe to get a game that you will be occupied with for 40 hours, 60 hours? True. hundred percent true. And it's, it's one of those situations where in the on live future, if this was to exist, you're paying X number of dollars per month for a good broadband internet connection. This, this service, I mean, and they've been pretty clear is 100% dependent on your internet connection. Mm-hmm. Like, what you can stream and your uptime and all these good things are dependent on your connection. And, I, you know, from experience, like, I, and I worked in IT and I've done all this stuff with network connections. It's still an ongoing research area. And, like, and another, I'm, I'm curious about this. Have they uh, discussed any kind of price point for the, uh, for the on-live service? I don't actually? think they've really come out and said, this is what we plan on doing. They might, they might have released numbers, so if people are going to correct me on the internet, that's 100% fine. Yeah, I no, I, I'm, I'm sure. I really want to know because, I mean, if it's... If it's the price of buying one game per month and you don't buy one game per month... Then it's not worth it. Then, yeah, exactly. It's not worth it 100% not worth it. And it's also not worth it because you have to balance the fact that it's on top of your already existing internet connection. Exactly. What if I only have DSL right... Like, a crappy DSL right now. And right. I do. I have... I have Or like, dial-up. Those people exist, and I think. lots of people exist. <laughs> and there are a lot of people, like, and I work in Philadelphia public schools that just don't have internet. Like, sure. The kids come sure. to school to use the right, computer. Right, or they go to the library or whatever. But all these kids always want to talk to me about video games. Like, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'm playing this game on my 360. They have a console, but they don't have the 
web because sure. their parents maybe don't want to deal with the existing you know payment they can get the library for the internet blah and blah. you can also deal with the um the trade-ins or um right. you know purchasing of used games and if you have on live that goes straight out the window you're looking at a flat fee you never get a return on that sure uh, you so you pay and you get unlimited access now right. sure sure that's the netflix model mm-hmm. i don't own those movies but i get to watch as many shitty movies as i want and believe me i use netflix for shitty <laughs> oh, movies. oh so do i you don't even want to talk about your queue again hey look it's disgusting like i said this is at least in part due to your husband so uh it's true it's hundred percent true. Yeah, I, I I don't think this online thing is wholly bad. The problem is I see so many technical barriers to this mm-hmm. service, like broadband internet connection being an issue. You know, the console manufacturers and game manufacturers might not want to be on board this right. system. You know, they don't make they might not make as much money that way. I don't think that they're they getting would. a cut of a profit margin that might be much lower than them just releasing the game on every console right. that exists. Like it's arguable that EA makes would, their money because I would think that as a physical product, games would make a greater margin of money for their publishers than if they release them digitally. Now, I don't know that to be true. That's just a completely uneducated guess on my part. So, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not at all saying that that's, right. uh, that that's a valid fact. I'm just, in my mind, that just seems to make more sense. I, I, I would think so, but I'm not an yeah. analyst or an expert, mm-hmm. nor do I claim to be. Mm-hmm. I just think that this online thing is, the reason I say that it's too soon is we haven't even gotten digital distribution under our belts. Right. Like, we're not even in the place where every game comes out via digital distribution. Right. And I think until we're at that point where I can download any game that I want, it's ridiculous to think that it would make sense to have a live streaming service. Yeah, I just, I think that, like I said, I think that having it as an alternative, great idea. Right. right. And, and if that can be something that can be developed, I mean, we have things like this already. I mean, there's Steam out there. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, places that you can get games and download them that, you know, you pay per game and it's not, you know, necessarily a subscription service. Right. But it... I think that um, making that the exclusive uh, avenue for your games is just, I I think it's limiting and I think that it's excluding a lot of people who might otherwise be uh, interested in purchasing your product. And I think I'm interested to see if it actually happens. It could very well follow the phantom model where it sounds like a great idea and it never (laughs) actually happens. Yeah. If it happens, I'm curious to see how it evolves. Sure. And I think that that's going to be the necessary thing. Like, I think this isn't a terrible idea. I actually think it's fantastic. And I would love to dream that in the future... I could just pay 50 bucks a month mm-hmm. and get every game that I ever wanted to play. Yeah. That would actually save me personally oh, yeah. a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And I, a lot of people, it would save. Sure. God, it would save me a ton of money. Yeah, you would never, you would not be poor. It would exactly. be amazing. <laughs> but there are a lot of people out there who don't buy that many games exactly. a year. And, you know, so it's interesting if, if this is the way. Because you're going to exclude the people who go out and buy, you know, Madden once a year and mm-hmm. maybe buy one other game. You know, and that that might not sound like a lot, but there's a lot of people who do that. Sure. There's a lot of people. You see those people. You I know? do see those they people. They buy Grand Theft Auto, they buy Halo, and they buy Madden. And exactly, that's that, exactly. You know? And I mean, you know, if you exclude those people, you know, that might only be a percentage of your gamers, but that percentage is going to add up. Sure, sure. I think this is, I, I thought it was a really great idea. When I first saw it, I'm like, this is brilliant. This will be awesome. When you really think about it, you're like, okay, there's a lot of technical barriers here. Mm-hmm. If we overcome the technical barriers, does that still make this attractive to most consumers? Right. No. But the real question is, can they then make money on it if it's just a subset of consumers? Sure. And I think that they probably could if they tried hard enough. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm I, sure that people will. The thing is, they're not going to get buy-in from major, major publishers. This is not going right. to magically abolish right. consoles for yeah. the exact reason that not everybody Nintendo buys. just gives up. Oh, yep. Oh, okay, cool. This. We're in Mario this. on live. Yeah. yeah. Not going to happen. However, uh-uh. it could be a significant help to some of the... Some of the PC games that maybe sure. aren't selling as well as they would have liked, or people will stream instead. Maybe this is the way to go for PC sales. You know, it's an interesting avenue. I'm curious right. to see how it shakes out. I'm not 100% convinced it's the most brilliant future for, you know, games, but 
I'm curious to see how it works out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to uh, to watch. Yes, to watch if it actually comes out. Yeah, exactly. We shall see. We shall see. All right, I think that's all from GDC that I was completely compelled by and needed to talk about. I think that uh, that, that about wraps okay. it up, I'd say. So let's talk about some listener mail. Okay, we have a lot this week. We I have mean, a shitload I'm of I'm very happy mail. about that. Leah is smiling right now. I am. Uh, all right, most of this listener mail came from Twitter. Um, we will start with Carf. Carf, Carf, Magic Carf. <laughs> Love Carf. Um, he writes, if you and Leah were Mega Man bosses... What powers would he steal from you upon your demises? Bonus, whose power would destroy you? I love this question. Let me just start off by saying that. It's a great question. I think Lee is going to have to go first because I'm still pondering an answer. All right. I, I, I actually did think about this a little bit after I read it. And I, I think that um, my power would either be um, vocabulary powers or possibly editing powers. That would be amazing. Yes. So um, who would destroy me would probably be um, the freshman uh, English student. Or math. Or math. Oh, yes. Math, math. man would totally yes, be. Yes, math man, math man would kick he my He would ass. totally integrate the shit out yes. of you. I mean, I would try to use my red pen, and then I would just, it would be all over. It would be bad. Yes. Math man. Yes. I'm, I thought about this, and I think my power of procrastination is a compelling power. That's what it, good. That's what it good. really does is it allows me to speed up time. Because I procrastinate <laughs> so much that it feels like time has just disappeared i i that so sense. then i could speed up time I'm, I'm not sure who would what would i don't know productivity man <laughs> yeah pro- productivity man would fuck me that would yes. be bad or scheduling man or meeting man secretary man <laughs> administrative assistant man my bad politically incorrect meeting man would fuck me over too mm-hmm. pre-meeting to the pre-meeting man fuck that guy guy's an asshole that's a great question. I did. I love that question. It's a good question. I also thought of shoe girl, but I don't really know what I would <laughs> <laughs> what I would do with that. I would blind I him no with idea. shoe polish. Like I, what? I would, guess it's the most disturbing Something. thing. All right. So Chorizen actually writes to us. When is the last time you got so pissed at a video game that you were actually angry the rest of the day? I actually have an answer to this one. This has happened to you? This has happened to me. Dark Cloud 2. Oh, Dark Cloud 2. Dark Cloud 2. And you know what it was? It was my own damn fault. Here's what happened. I had the strategy guide for Dark Cloud 2, and I was trying to play the game. I never played the first Dark Cloud. Playing Dark Cloud 2, and um, (laughs) this is probably the angriest I've ever gotten in a video game, because I actually ripped the strategy guide in half. I am not kidding. Are you shitting me? I am not kidding Why don't you have, like... Friends with video cameras. Because I, I wish know. I could see this. But yeah, that that and and the whole thing was it was because I hadn't figured out how to block. Leah's retarded news at eleven. Apparently, yeah. This was a long time ago, but that's that's the last time. Um, I think that I broke controllers after that, but I haven't broken a controller in a long, long time because they're too expensive. I smashed now. one. Um, what game? The Devil May Cry three. Ooh. I fucking stood up, <laughs> looked at my floor, and spiked my controller into the floor. It's still rattled. I still have it. I actually did chuck my pink controller once, and I don't even remember what I was playing. But um, I, I was probably Soul Caliber four. Y- you know what? I think it was actually. <laughs> I think I think you are right. But oh, um, I mean, I didn't. I deliberately threw it at something soft because I don't want to pay fifty dollars for another pink controller. It'd That's be true. even more than that because you can't find them in stores anymore. I'm pretty sure they're discontinued. But um, fail. Yeah. I no. can't believe you ripped a strategy guide in half. I did. Did you spend the rest of the day pissed off? yeah oh god i was furious I, I can't i was so mad that doesn't happen to me like the inverse and you, know, you know why i was mad because i took it upon myself to pit, to uh tape the strategy guide back together after i'd done that a retard well you know i wanted to teach myself a lesson and i guess i kind <laughs> of did you yeah you've been taught a lesson all right i guess see that never happens to me like i never i never get pissed off at a video game to the point where when i turn off the game i'm still pissed off yeah I mean, for like an hour afterwards, fine, but I don't spend the rest of the day angry. Right. What happens is if I come home already angry, 
which in grad school, my friends, happens quite a bit. It happens, yes. Yes, it does. Um, then I can't play a game without immediately getting pissed off. Yeah, that's I mean, if you're already irritated and you start playing something that's going to frustrate you, it's not that, good. yeah, absolutely. It's I not agree. good. I was cursing at Henry Hatsworth the other night because I came home in a bad <laughs> mood. Like, I came home from DC and I was all pissed off and I tried to play level four or five again and I was cursing and it, Don's like, he's British. You're going to offend him. <laughs> I know. Offend him. Fuck this British guy. It's tea time, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Robot engage. I I don't I, the inverse happens to me though. Like I lose all patience with video games when I'm already pissed off, but that I don't sense. I don't think I've ever been so pissed off at a game that when I stopped playing the game, I stayed pissed off for more than twenty minutes. I was pretty hour. pissed off at till the end of time as well. I remember you being pissed off at uh, that game. Yes. Wow, we actually knew each other then? Yeah, I guess we did. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanna say yes. I think so. I don't know. Wow. It's been a long time. We're <laughs> We've been friends for a while. Yes, yes, we have. Not really sure how that <laughs> happened. How we haven't killed each other. We're like we're like antimatter. Like, okay, let me explain this concept to you. <laughs> I realize that you're not scientists. No, we're just we're polar opposites about everything in our life except for video games. In fact, including video games, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's disturbing. How are we still friends? How have I not killed you? When you use big words, no it scares and confuses Sometimes me. Sometimes I do. I mean. So I'm going to start integrating in front of you. Just start writing math. That would terrify me. It's awesome. I'm going to start doing it on and the And then we actually turn into Mega Man villains. The next time you get stupid drunk and pass out, I'm going to write all this complex math on your on your wall. So that when you turn <laughs> off the light, you're like, Jesus I'm like, Christ. oh, sweet God. And yeah. then my head explodes. That would be a happen. terrible thing to wake up to with a hangover. Note to self. <laughs> I can make your brain explode. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think I've ever um, had a video game do that to me. I mean, I've been pissed at, I was pissed at Devil May Cry 3, but after smashing the controller, I felt a lot better. Well, it's cathartic, you know. No, it's true. It's expensive. Yeah, it worth yeah, it. that happens. <laughs> okay, so we got another question from Sampus. What are your software and hardware predictions for the next generation of gaming consoles and handhelds? I want crazy theories. I want another Virtual Boy, man. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> I want one that I can walk down the street with it on. Yes. In Philadelphia. And then yeah, get you, shot. You have a Virtual Boy, don't you? Yes, I do. I, don't <laughs> I, like I never actually had one. You have to. I want to. You have to play this thing. Oh it gives God. you a migraine immediately I, upon you know, engaging I can it. imagine that. I'm trying to think what I would want. That's absolutely insane. I think you were talking about mind-controlled ones. Yeah, I, I feel that if I have to use a controller at the next generation of consoles, that that, that they really have underestimated my Maybe laziness. we should not actually have consoles, but in place of on live, we can just have them beam directly into our skulls. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, I want that. I like that. I think Nintendo is going to uh, upgrade their system to have two... Um, Motion control devices. Oh God! So I will be swinging I'm both of my arms. I'm not enough for that. Maybe I'll tape one to each of my legs. <laughs> It'll be like a, it will come shipped with a robot suit. Yes, that it will then track, like, like the it. power glove, only like your whole body. You know how um, Steel Battalion it had the whole thing with the pedals and oh, the yeah. Christ, yes, something like that. Only it's an actual system. Yes, that will be the system. You, you come. It comes with like a phone booth kind of thing. You try to. You try to. There are sensors everywhere. Exactly. You try to turn off Mario. I'm sorry, Elaine. I can't let you do that. <laughs> Damn you, Hal. I mean Nintendo. When my um, when my game is smarter than I am, it's a problem, right? It is a problem. I'm trying to think what Sony is going to do next. They're just going to ship a Go phone booth in a box. It's just going to be a giant, you know. No, they just I don't know what they're going to do that could possibly be more fucked up than the way they've dealt with the PS3. I have no idea. I, I'm trying to think of something crazy, but I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I I don't know. I just have I just have these these pictures in my head of you know the sun rising over this gigantic monolith. You know, do do do. <laughs> yeah all around there's, there's apes beating it with sticks that would be awesome it still survives yeah well have you seen the ps3 i think a crazy theory from microsoft would be that their console would not 
burst into flames after two months. Whoa, that's crazy whoa, talk. Whoa. I don't need to send my shit back every month. Amazing. <laughs> that's uh, that's insanity. I right know. There. I'm going a little too far. A little bit. I'm stressing out. I think actually it's funny because I think that Microsoft is going to go the motion control route. See? And Sony's going to go further down the motion control route. And then Nintendo's just going to get bored with it. They're going to be the only ones that are going to be like, nah, fuck this. We're going to go back to a regular controller. <laughs> Nintendo's gotcha. the, uh, the ones that, you know, really have done the overhaul every every um, generation. So, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do next. I'm curious to see if they, you know, what happens. They've apparently found the money-making formula. Yeah. It has to do with the way they market stuff, too. Yeah. It's all brilliant. Mm -hmm. It is. It's brilliant. I don't know. We'll see. As far as handhelds, I think think we're going to see a whole lot more, like, web integration stuff. Yeah. I mean, with the DSi, you're already starting to to see that coming out but um and and the psp too you know the psp did it first it just wasn't as popular so um, as good probably well we'll have to see i think facebook integration on handheld devices is going to increase in the uh in the year 2011 that's terrifying it is terrifying and probably true i can log into my ds before i play a game i can post it'll automatically post a facebook message about what game i'm playing i can actually see that happening (laughs) i'm sorry nintendo i didn't mean to give you an idea don't do that nintendo is listening nintendo is listening Send us free shit. Yeah, seriously, if you guys are actually listening to us, we would love some sh- free shit. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> All right. Do we? Um, we did get a question last week that carried over too that I completely forgot about. Um, let's hear it. Favorite guilty pleasure game. This was from uh, NOA Jane on Twitter. Favorite guilty pleasure game. Uh, I talked about this a little bit last week, but um, Final Fantasy X-2, I think, would be it The one with the dress integration? (sighs) Yeah, well, it's a job system. It's just that the way they execute the job system, it's really effective and it's really good, but it's so stupid because essentially what it amounts to is playing dress up. And I I enjoy it because, you know, I like to dress up and I love job systems. It's like so, the perfect storm. It really kind of So is. if you wear different shoes, can you do metal work? More like, how does this work? <laughs> oh, God, that's it's awesome. It's pretty much like that. <laughs> Maybe at some point we should actually play 10-2 because... Um, I'm afraid of it. Yeah, you should be, kind of. It's but, very um, girl power for me. It terrifies me. Yeah, but I mean, I, the game itself, I really like it. I just, I can't admit to people that I like it other than, you know, podcast people, apparently. But uh, The internet. Yeah. I'm admitting to the internets that I like Final Fantasy X-2. I paid $50 for that game when it was brand spanking new on the PS2. I pre-ordered it, in fact. Oh, no, we're not. I'm not talking to you anymore. Oh, I'm lying. (laughs) Shut up. I play Pokemon. That (laughs) would be my game. Yep, yep. Because I don't like to admit it. Like, I don't even like to tell my cousins I play it because they're like, aren't you a little old for Pokemon? (laughs) One of my cousins actually asked me that. You know what? Punt him like a football. He's... Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I <laughs> you started to make an excuse, and then you're like, "No, wait a minute, that actually my is a good idea." Pissed, but I think I can outrun her. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's Pokemon. I don't, I don't like to play it in public because, and if I am playing it in public, and someone comes up to ask me a question, I flip my DX clothes. Like, what? I was playing, I was playing Kill Things Three. On yeah, this, totally. Yeah, I, I <laughs> kill killing things, and I, I throw my DS behind my shoulder and grab my PSP. I was playing this. <laughs> yeah, so adult. The kill zone. Look, look, it's right here. Right Did you there. pick up Killzone for the PSP? No, I missed that By the one. Way, I, I skipped that It's one. supposed to be really good. I heard that. It's supposed to be better than the first one on the PlayStation 2. I haven't done that yet, though. I went right to Killzone 2. It's not really my thing, so uh, I, no. I, I'm not going to be going there, but I, I was curious if you, you don't had, do the shooting. It is your thing. <laughs> it is my thing. I do yes. enjoy those games. It's just that they, they come out over top of each other, so yeah, I have to pick and yeah. choose. Because, I mean, yeah. playing Killzone on the PSP and playing Killzone on the PS3 might be a little excessive. It seems unnecessary at the same Wait time. Wait for a while and then. Yeah, right, up. exactly. Wait after. until you finish Killzone 2 and had like a nice little gap in It'll between. It'll be after I finish Pokemon. Because well, I'm going to need to shoot <laughs> things after Pokemon. It's way too cheerful. Squirtle, go! <laughs> no. So yeah, it's it's Pokemon for me. And I bought a lot of them. I haven't played them all, 
but I do own quite a significant number of Pokemon. Fair games. enough. Fair enough. It's a little embarrassing. Have you ever caught them all? No, I don't have the patience. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I play a lot of hours of Pokemon, but I can't catch them all. Nor like there are at, too many. There okay, here's the problem. In order to catch them all in most of the games, you have to trade with people. True. So am I going to go to my local mall and trade with a 10-year-old? <laughs> like, hey, kid, you give me your evolved you know, Squirtle, I will kick the crap out of you. That's always like, creepy really? because, I mean, I, I understand that, that you know, older people do play these games. I'm trying to play one now. So, you know, I, I'm not judging. I really am not. But it is kind of creepy when, you know, right. you, you see the Pokemon events, like, at the mall, you mm-hmm. know, and you've got, you know, the humongous crowds of, like, 8, 9, 10-year-olds. And then there's that one guy in the back who's 35 and wearing the Pikachu ears. And, you know, I don't want to judge him because I understand where he's coming from i'm in the same type of boat but you know in my brain yes you are creepy sir you are older than you should be out in the mall wearing the pokemon ears the creepiest part about all of it is not that he's out in the mall playing pokemon but that he's wearing the ears like if you were to show up to one of my parties wearing ears i would promptly close the door right back in your face and be like go down the block and deal with that problem yeah i don't know you click yeah i'm sorry we're not we don't accept children here i this is an adult party it's it's the t-shirts and the ears that freak me out. Yeah, yeah. And I it's can't. it's usually the older people who get really into it because they have the money to buy this True. stuff. True. You know, the little kids, you know, they got to depend on their parents. And their parents, after a while, are going to draw the line and say, no, I'm sorry, you need to stop. The good parents The will. older people, they can spend their money on whatever they want. It's terrifying. The Pokemon card games are a really good example of that, too. Ooh, yeah. It is horrifying to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Pokemon. Like, I don't, I won't play it in public. I play it in my basement, in fact, so that I'm away from my husband's <laughs> Because he away judges from all me. the windows. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Because my husband's like, what are you playing? Nothing. You're playing Pokemon, aren't you? No. <laughs> I just heard Squirtle. How do you know that word? <laughs> because that's I read the internet, funny. too. Damn it. So, yeah, that's my guilty pleasure game. It's really yeah, embarrassing, yeah. in fact. So now the internet's know our secrets. I'm so sorry, everybody. <sighs> I also like terrible fighting games, but we're not even going to get into that. Well, yes. I mean, <laughs> I like ridiculously Japanese games, but I think we already knew that. Oh, there's an actually interesting question related to that. So uh-huh. and Call writes to you. To me. Um, may, or not be, may or may not be podcast worthy. Oh, it is. <laughs> These are always podcast worthy. Of course. But I'm curious. Where did you get your JRPG start? What games slash era were formative? Uh, you know what? I was actually thinking about this question. I like this question, too. Um, I thought that it was Final Fantasy VII, but it actually wasn't. The first RPG that I played was the original Paper Mario for the N64. That's and the first one? Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. uh, first one. Wow. So I played that. And then when I was playing that, my boyfriend at the time noticed what I was playing and said, hey, you know, you're really enjoying this, right? And I said, yeah, no, of course I am. You should try this. So the first quote unquote real RPG, and I, I put that in very large quotation marks because I think that that's a weird label to be applying to anything. But mm-hmm. the first traditional, I guess, RPG that I played was Final Fantasy VII. Um, and that's the one that I, I, you know, I had somebody walk me through. But the first, the first actual, and it was a turn-based, so I guess that's where my love of turn-based came from. Um, I played Paper Mario on the 64, and that... I loved Paper Mario. It's a really good game. And I tried to play the one for the GameCube, and I loved it right up until the end. And the last boss fight just, ghoul, made me so angry, because there was such a spike in difficulty, and it was just ridiculous. True, I actually grinded that until I beat it. I, I know, have I actually finished did. that game. Yeah, you traded that game in, you were pissed. I did, I was so angry. You're but right. I, I really, I loved the game up until then. It was it was awesome. It was a great but, game. It was yeah. really funny. I think the reason I like yeah. the uh, Paper... Yeah. I think the reason Paper Mario games do not feel like JRPGs to me, mm-hmm. probably because they really kind of aren't... Well, they kind of are. Have you played the, um, the Mario, or the, not the Mario RPG, but the um, like the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga stuff? Superstar Saga, yes. See, same type of thing to me. 
Yeah. Um, it's it's in general, it's, you know, got most of the hallmarks of just a regular RPG. Mm-hmm. And there's supposed to be a third one coming out for the DS, and I can't wait. I want to play that, really too. I'm really excited about that. But the thing is that this is a familiar territory mm-hmm. for me, so I don't really associate them with JRPGs. Like, right. there's nobody who looks like who's a guy but looks like a girl. Yeah, exactly. He's not questioning you know to save his girlfriend. Yeah, I understand uh-huh. what they're mm-hmm. doing. And, you know, those have always been pretty easy. They're also funny. They're written yeah, exactly. really, like, well. So, I mean, those, and the one, the one for the Wii, too, was actually really good. Um, Super Paper Mario. Oh, loved that. It was it, it was short. different and yeah. it was short, but it was but good. I, I did like it. I liked it yeah, a lot. I was a big fan. So. I actually played RPGs a little bit on the Super Nintendo, which is why I'm surprised you by realize, your answer. Right? More than I realized. Like Earthbound I was really big fan of and then uh, Super Mario RPG, which is essentially mm-hmm. a square property with Mario characters. I can't believe it. that I've never played that. Neither can I, that blows my mind. Yeah. But you didn't have a Super Nintendo. No, I did. You didn't. had a Genesis. Yes, I had a Genesis. Um my parents were were kind of wary of the whole video game thing, and I think a lot of parents yeah, were mine around were too. that time. But yeah. I, I the first console that I had was a Genesis. The first Nintendo console that I had was the N64, which I bought when I was in college. God Kids, damn, you're old. old. <laughs> I got that when I was in high school. Well, I mean, I, it had been out for yeah, a while. Yeah, you got I it when it had been out. Right when it, was, right when it came Middle out. But school. yeah, my, my first Nintendo console was, a, uh, was an N64. And I, I mean, I had, I had the original Game Boy, the, the gray brick thing. Yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, I had one of those. Um, but wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We owned uh, an NES Yes, yeah, I never my, had an NES, never had a Super Nintendo. It's because my dad wanted to play video games, and he used this as an excuse. So my parents, <laughs> and, and even still, they don't really get video games, mm-hmm. in, get in quotation marks. And my sister my sister and I are um, are joining forces to buy my mother a DSi for Mother's Day, because she really likes like the puzzle-type games, so I think I'm going to start her off on like Brain Age, because she loves Sudoku. Are you going to get her uh, Professor Layton? I don't know. I think she'd like it. It's so, good. Yeah. You should yeah. do oh, it. Oh, I have it. I mean, I've played it. So, it's um, awesome, Sauce. We'll see. But uh, I think if I can get her to not be scared of it she's gonna like it gardening mama gardening i'm mama. just saying she might like that your mom's gonna punch me in the head <laughs> she might. when she finds she out might. about this she might <laughs> but i played i mean i played like back to the jrpg point i played earthbound to death like i finished yeah. it two or three times yeah. it's the only one besides the paper mario games that i've really latched on to mm-hmm. and it's very japanese mm-hmm. but i think the difference for me was always that it was a picture of 50 styles Amer- americana right so it's like not I like could, out in space. Yeah, I could like, kind of associate yeah. with it because mm-hmm. it wasn't too weird and the characters were like big parodies of American yeah. characters. Yeah. So, But besides that, yeah, I could never... I tried to play Final Fantasy 4, mm. I think it was, for the Super Nintendo. Uh, f- the, four, the 4 that is actually 6. Yeah, that one. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so confusing and people I wonder why I, I can't do the RPG thing. It's, people it's, wonder. It's a little bizarre. It's changing. This yeah. Final Fantasy X experience with you is changing my perceptions of this stuff. Yes. So. And I'm I hate very you. proud of you. I hate you a lot. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> so I think that's all the mail that we have for this week, which was a lot of mail. Yeah, I'm really like thrilled by these questions. The Me Mega too. Man question. I, I love these questions. Mega these Man are, question. These are really good. And I, I please keep them coming at podcast at someothercastle.com or you can Twitter us or you can, you know, find us by just looking at your computer screen pretty much. Sure, so. we'll show up. You can send yeah. us creepy voice messages on Xbox Live. Yes. Leah as, loves As we've those. discussed, you know, I, I do listen to them, so... Uh, she will. Go for it. Creepy. I know. Please, please send them. They're awesome. <laughs> it's awesome when it's she gets a creepy yeah. message and she imes me like, this is creepy. <laughs> this is a little weird. Maybe you should listen to this. No. I don't want to <laughs> be creeped out. But yeah, podcast at someothercastle.com. Always. Or just post comments on the posts on the site. And we'll yeah, pull, we check we, them a lot. So. Leah's obsessive compulsive about that kind of thing. A little bit. A little bit. It's a little bit of a problem for us. <laughs> it's a problem. 
I think that's all I have for this week. Yeah, I think uh, I think we we're uh, we did discuss this 10 things business that we tried last week. Yeah. I think we're going to try it again, except we're probably going to try it again in column form because it seems yeah. like it might be awesome I think it might be a little better on the, uh, on the site. I as, think so, too. kind of a running And we're thing. also running out of time here today. Yes. So that's really... <laughs> You've listened to us ramble for a yeah, long time. Yeah, we've talked a lot. Yes. It was about, it was about a lot of things. <laughs> All right. So if anybody else is playing Pokemon and wants to play Pokemon with me, you should totally send me a message. Yes, you should. I, I, send Leah a message. She make, likes to have friends. I do. I need to have friends. I'm like that kid who was never liked in Our middle school. Our mission to catch them all. We, we want to do this thing. That should be... No, that's a terrible mission. I'll never leave my house again because I can't I know, play right? this out in public. Remember, we've discussed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. All right, folks. Send us, send us messages. Send us mails. Talk to us. We like to hear from you. We like friends. Yes, we like friends. And until next week, I'm Elaine. And I am Leah. Later. Bye. smells like burning in here well it's because i just blew that candle oh out. that's right that you were concerned would burn down the oh apartment. son of a bitch the apartment's burning down <laughs> so what you're saying is i shouldn't have actually doused the carpet in gasoline correct shit <laughs> well shit. is the booze safe that's what i need to know uh, if the fire spreads we're gonna have a serious Hot problem because your apartment may quickly explode. save the alcohol dive <laughs> when i cleaned out my refrigerator yeah <laughs> Did a motherfucker come out? I think a motherfucker (laughs) did come out. A decent title, surprise podcast. (laughs) A podcast appears. What will you do? (laughs) Punch it in the face. Punch it in the face. Record? (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Run? I think most of our listeners are like, run. (laughs) (laughs) Flee quickly. Flee quickly. Before the boobs attack. (laughs) (laughs) OMG. KG says, I'm going to swallow this and poop it back out. (laughs) Awesome. That's going to be just awesome. Ooh, shiny. I'm very easily distractible, you say.